Welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Scott Cullen. Uh, you've seen my work on The Athletic and McKean's Hockey, uh, torontohockeynow.com, where I'm the Leafs beat writer, uh, and uh, was at tsn.ca uh, for many years. So uh, we've done lots and lots of uh, fantasy hockey writing, uh, and we have finally, finally finished doing uh, preview pieces uh, for uh, this podcast, and now we are going to move into uh, the more uh, normal uh, pace of things where we'll go day to day. Uh, and so today we are going to look back at uh, Thursday's games, some injuries, uh, and then uh, look ahead to uh, Friday's games, uh, matchups, and DFS uh, tips along the way. Uh, and so uh, we will get into that in a moment. Thanks for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every day. Uh, now, let's take a look at uh, what happened Thursday night in the National Hockey League. Uh, and we start uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes going into Montreal winning 4-1. Uh, the return of Jesperi Kokkinen and he scored a goal uh, for the Canes. Sebastian Ajo led the way, two goals and an assist. Uh, the Canes also got a couple of assists from Tavo Teravine and Vincent Trocek. Uh, and that I would say there's not not a lot to to take away from this game because the guys you might expect to be contributing uh, for Carolina they did uh, and uh, I guess the one takeaway is that Montreal is having real trouble uh, and so the top Montreal guys and that's Tyler Toffoli and Nick Suzuki and Brendan Gallagher uh, and Cole Caulfield they're, they're all continuing to to struggle here uh, five games into the season uh, and and they're getting to the point where where some of them uh, are getting dropped for fantasy. Uh, San Jose wins two one in Ottawa. James Reimer stopped thirty of thirty one shots uh, for the Sharks, uh, and obviously no no big scoring games out of that. But the, I guess the most uh, noteworthy thing uh, is that Senators rookie center Shane Pinto uh, left the game with a shoulder injury. He tried tried to come back and play through it, uh, and basically it resulted in a, a San Jose goal because he uh, he couldn't couldn't do anything with that shoulder. So P- Pinto might be out for a while, uh, judging by at least the initial reaction. Uh, this was Brady Tuchuk's uh, first game of the season for Ottawa. He got an assist on, on their first goal. Uh, and uh, I mean, for a long-term thing, I think Ottawa is obviously very excited to have Tuchuk back in the lineup. Uh, but uh, on this night, San Jose managed to escape with the win. Uh, Colorado went into Florida, lost 4-1. Powerhouse Panthers here to start the season. Uh, rookie Anton Lundell uh, had a goal and assist. Uh, Mason Marchment, a couple of assists. And Sergei Bobrovsky had uh, 30 saves on 31 shots. Uh, and so here's the thing uh, when it comes to goaltending in Florida. You could come into this season and think that Spencer Knight uh, is going to be the guy, that uh, this highly touted goaltending prospect who's uh, played at a really high level all the way along, uh, whether it's in college or uh, the U.S. development program or uh, in the World Juniors, and he's been great everywhere. Uh, played uh, for the Panthers at the end of last season and played great then. Uh, and so you can have all this um, expectation that, that Spencer Knight is going to be uh, a great NHL goaltender, and he might be. Uh, but the Florida Panthers are paying Sergei Bobrovsky $10 million a season, uh, and, and there's still a lot of time left uh, on that contract. So uh, they're going to give uh, Bobrovsky a chance to you know, basically show that he can be the starting goaltender. And if, if Bobrovsky falters and uh, his play isn't up to, to the level they expect, well, then Spencer Knight kind of has his opportunity. Uh, but if Bobrovsky plays well, uh, I think that the the most likely scenario is is that he ends up holding the starting job uh, for Florida. Now, you, you can argue whether the most likely scenario is whether Bobrovsky plays well. Uh, you know, we've seen the past few years have not been great for him. Uh, but uh, if you kind of go over the... the, the 
full track record of what he had in in uh, Columbus, uh, Sergei Bobrovsky was, uh, you know, a high-level goaltender. He had uh, won two Vesna trophies uh, over that seven-year span in uh, Columbus. His save percentage was like 921. Yeah, he. It's it's understandable that uh, Florida is going to give him a shot, uh, but. Uh, at least to Bobrovsky's credit here early in the season, he's played really well too. Uh, and that's made it a little bit easier. Uh, Washington wins 4-1 at New Jersey. Uh, they get a goal and assist from Evgeny Kuznetsov and Daniel Sprong. They get two assists from Alex Ovechkin. Uh, Kuznetsov really stepping up here uh, for Washington. No Nicholas Backstrom to start the season. So they desperately need Kuznetsov to uh, be a, a playmaker uh, at center for them. Uh, and, he's, and Kuznetsov is coming off a really down season. So the fact that he has uh, stepped up uh, right away uh, and del- delivered offensive production uh, for the Capitals uh, eases their mind uh, a lot, I would say. Uh, New York Islanders lose 3-2 in overtime uh, at Columbus. Uh, the overtime winner scored by Patrick Laine, and that's his second goal of the year. And I think uh, you know a- anything positive for Laine is uh, is good news because, boy, his last season was just horrific. Uh, and, and so if you're Columbus and uh, you have... You know some kind of hopes that uh, Patrick Laine can get back to being uh, the, the the sniper they thought they were acquiring uh, when they traded uh, with Winnipeg to get him. Well, uh, you you like to see some some early production uh, out of Laine. Now uh, Columbus also got Cole Sillinger's uh, first NHL goal, and uh, not only did Sillinger score a goal, played more than 17 minutes, got six shots on goal. I, I mean, a kid making the jump here from the USHL uh, to the National Hockey League. It sure looks like Cole Sillinger uh, is a fit. Uh, and you know, obviously, the for the Columbus's sake, when you're drafting Cole Sillinger, you're not thinking about oh, what can he do for us uh, immediately. Uh, th- there's a, a much longer term uh, play. Uh, but if Cole Sillinger uh, can kind of step in and be a, a middle six forward uh, for Columbus this year, that's a that's a big win uh, to get that with what, the 12th pick uh, in the draft. So and so so Columbus. Uh, you know, showing signs of being feisty. They've got Elvis Merzlikens playing well in that. Uh, the Islanders struggling out of the gate. Uh, and so that, that too is interesting. Uh, Calgary goes into Detroit, wins 3-0. Uh, Jacob Markstrom with 33 saves uh, for the Flames. And as you might expect, Markstrom's uh, play last year kind of declined as the season went on. And, and so overall, his numbers weren't very good. Um, but it also, you know, knowing what his track record was, you probably could expect that uh, Jacob Markstrom was going to be better this year. Uh, and at least uh, in the very early going this year, he's off to a nice start. Uh, and then uh, offensively, <laughs> Calgary has led two points each for Johnny Goudreau, sure. And Eric Goodbranson, what? <laughs> uh, and so uh, good for Goodbranson to, to chip in a couple of points. And uh, But I, I think Calgary uh, pulling out that uh, a 3-0 win at Detroit, that's a, that's a good win for them. Uh, New York Rangers win 3-1 at Nashville. Uh, goal and assist for Alexi Lafreniere. Two assists for Sammy Blay. Uh, Igor Shistyorkin stopped 28 of 29 shots uh, for for New York. And then uh, Nashville rookie Philip Tomasino scored his first NHL goal, had five shots on goal. Uh, and so let's start with Tomasino, uh, who's one of the more promising uh, rookies, like maybe, maybe a dark horse rookie of the year candidate uh, coming into the year. Uh, he was really productive in the American Hockey League last year when he didn't have to return to the uh, to the Ontario Hockey League, which wasn't playing. Uh, and so that kind of made Tomasino ready for, to make the jump. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, the, this first goal is going to be the first of uh, of many, uh, and certainly from Nashville's perspective, that they're probably expecting Tomasino to be a, a regular contributor offensively this season. Uh, now, from the Rangers uh, side, Alexi Lafreniere obviously had a disappointing rookie year, uh, but is not a bad bet uh, here is, uh, 
coming into his second season to to have a bit more of a breakthrough offensively. Uh, and and you know I don't know that I, I would you know want to have drafted Lafreniere early or anything, but if you got him in the mid to later rounds, kind of you know banking on some upside, that's worthwhile. Uh, Sammy Blay getting a couple of assists. Uh, Blay. Uh, when the deal was made, sending Pavel Bushnevich to St. Louis, uh, I think the easy thing was to look at and go, "Oh well, you know, Bushnevich is a much more skilled player. This is this is a big loss for the Rangers." And, and look, the, there's no denying that there, there's a, a loss of skill there. Uh, but Sammy Blay, uh, for a guy who is a fourth liner and, and who bangs bodies and sometimes uh, throws some questionable checks, uh, he he isn't uh, without talent, uh, and and so that's the. Uh, I guess the takeaway here for the Rangers is that Sammy Blay, maybe he's a fourth line guy for you, but he's a fourth line guy uh, who can contribute, uh, who can move up in the depth chart when you've got some injuries and uh, and play with guys in the middle six and not look out of place. Uh, and I mean, look, the the assist he had on Lafreniere's goal uh, was a beauty, a uh, little toe drag right in the middle of the slot, uh, deke the goalie, pass it over to Lafreniere who's got the empty net. I mean, that, that's not the kind of thing you, you expect out of a typical fourth liner. So, uh, Sammy, and, and for fantasy purposes, Sammy Blay uh, does have some value if he scores a little because he'll, he might get enough hits to uh, to give you some value in, in deeper leagues. Uh, and then Igor Shostyorkin uh, has been great. He obviously had an outstanding game against Toronto uh, earlier in the week, uh, but uh, Shostyorkin, he, he's going to have a chance to, to be in the Vesna Trophy mix likely this year. So um, that, that that's a good win uh, for the Rangers. Uh, Anaheim goes into Winnipeg, loses 5-1. Kyle Connor with two goals and assists for the Jets. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, one goal and assist. Defenseman Nate Schmidt had a couple of assists. And goaltender Connor Hellebuck stopped 38 of 39 shots uh, for Winnipeg. And, and this is a pretty big performance for Winnipeg, given that Mark Shifley and uh, uh, Blake Wheeler were both out uh, due to COVID protocols. So uh, to have, what I guess, what you would consider the supporting cast. I mean, Connor's uh, a multi-time 30-goal scorer. It's not as though he is a, 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 a complementary piece of the Jets' offense. He's, he's pretty much a fixture. Uh, but... Uh, the fact that these guys kind of rose to the challenge, um, that's uh, a strong performance there by the Jets. Uh, Vancouver went into Chicago 1-4-1. Chicago continues to struggle uh, out of the gate this year. Uh, Connor Garland with a goal and assist uh, for the Canucks, and Thatcher Demko stopped 29 of 30 shots. Uh, then the last game of the night, we got Edmonton wins 5-1 at Arizona. Uh, Connor McDavid, two goals and assist. McDavid uh, has 201 career goals. Uh, with that performance in 411 career games. He has six goals in four games this season. Uh, and I think the the interesting part, dangerous part for the other teams in the league is that McDavid seems more more uh, committed to shooting the puck this year. Uh, and if you were to say that Connor McDavid, uh, he's determined to shoot, shoot the puck more uh, and want, wants to be a 50-goal scorer, uh, I mean, there's a a, a definite chance that he could be in the Rocket Richard mix uh, this season. And so if, if you got in on that uh, before the season started, there was probably uh, some good value to be had, uh, at least in relative terms. Uh, Zach Hyman scored a couple of goals uh, for Edmonton in this game, and Hyman, obviously, the opportunities to play uh, with the highly skilled forwards in uh, in Edmonton uh, does give Hyman a chance to to put up some numbers this year. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins had three assists. He's you know he's he's been playing a complimentary role there, uh, either with McDavid or Drysital, uh, pretty much ever since the, those two uh, got together. Uh, Tyson Berry with a couple of assists. Who uh, Tyson Berry, uh, lots of fantasy value because he's going to put up points uh, playing uh, on that Edmonton power play, but. Uh, his, his fantasy value probably exceeds his uh, real hockey value. Uh, and then uh, goaltender Miko Koskinen saved 28 of 29 shots. Uh, and that's important uh, for the, the Oilers because uh, with Mike Smith injured, uh, 
uh, Miko Koskinen is going to get some work uh, in that Edmonton net. And now Koskinen struggled last year. He had an 899 save percentage in 26 games. Uh, but uh, if he even gives the Oilers league average goaltending uh, in Smith's absence, they'll probably be fine. Uh, and and it's not out of the realm of possibility that Koskinen could do that. His play uh, in the NHL before last season uh, was better uh, than what he showed uh, in 2021. So um, that, that's another good win for Edmonton. Uh, but uh, they're off to a really nice start this year. And, you know, uh, ha- having Superman on your team never hurts. So uh, coming up next, we'll look into uh, some injuries uh, and uh, dig deep on the waiver wire. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll get into Friday's action in the National Hockey League. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And they have so many delicious flavors. They have coconut and cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. Salted caramels are my favorite. Uh, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Uh, if you haven't tried uh, these flavors, you can get a mixed box from Built Bar. They give you two of each. Sample them, decide which ones you like, and then order more of those. Because not only do you have this great variety of flavors, there's something for everyone there, I'm, I'm convinced. Uh, and then you cover them 100% chocolate, so they taste great. Uh, and Built Bars, not only do they taste great, they're healthy too. Built Bars are loaded with protein. They're low in sugar, low in carbs, low in calories. Go get Built Bar. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You will get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Now, each episode, I... Offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer uh, of Yahoo leagues. Might be somebody to keep an eye on for the future, or maybe you need to rush to the waiver wire to get them. Uh, But they are available uh, in most cases. And today we're going to go with Florida Panthers center Anton Lindell, uh, who uh, had a couple of points uh, in their win against Colorado. Uh, But I guess the more important thing here is that uh, Lindell is already uh, playing in in the third-line center spot uh, for Florida, and uh, you can look at his early production in the National Hockey League here. He's, got, he's picked up four points uh, in the early going in four games. Uh, but look at his uh, production last year, uh, playing in, in Liga in, in Finland. 26 games, he had 16 goals, uh, nine assists, 25 points. He was plus nine. Uh, and you could look at that and say, well, there, there's a young player who's ready to give it a give it a go in the National Hockey League. And that that's what's happened. Uh, Lundell is uh, slotted in here as... Uh, a, a top nine forward already uh, for the Panthers uh, and, and has not looked out of place. And, and so that uh, becomes, I mean, very encouraging for the Panthers uh, in their own right. Uh, but uh, if you're if you're interested uh, for fantasy purposes, I think in deeper leagues, it's worth taking a shot here on Anton Lindell uh, because we just, you know, we don't know how, how much better he will get and how, how quickly uh, he will get there. Uh, and, and Anton Lindell is also rostered in just 5% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, now let's take a look uh, at some injuries around the National Hockey League. Uh, the most recent ones, uh, Boston's Nick Foligno, day to day right now with an upper body injury. Uh, New Jersey's uh, goaltender Jonathan Bernier uh, suffered a lower body injury. He's he's still in a day to day thing. Scott Wedgwood uh, played for the Devils uh, last night, uh, and certainly the the Devils have hopes here that Bernier can give them some stability in goal because Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, uh, he of the anti-vax uh, stance uh, that that. Uh, shakes the stability uh, of New Jersey's goaltending just a little bit. Uh, New York Islanders center Jean-Gabriel Pajot, uh, day-to-day with an illness. Uh, it's not listed as COVID, so uh, we don't don't know exactly, but uh, day-to-day probably not too serious. Uh, Pittsburgh defenseman Mark Friedman, uh, day-to-day with lower body injury. Uh, then Pittsburgh's got a couple uh, players out uh, on 
COVID cases. Uh, Jeff Carter, uh, who who has had a, a huge responsibility uh, playing center ice, uh, given that uh, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin uh, are out with injuries. Uh, so Carter being out really uh, taxes the uh, uh, the Penguin center ice position. Looks like Evan Rodriguez is moving up to the top line, uh, such as it is. Uh, and then goaltender Tristan Jerry also on the uh, the COVID list, and and so that opens up an opportunity, I guess, for Casey DeSmith to maybe uh, see a little bit more action uh, while Jerry is out. Uh, in Seattle, uh, Morgan Geeky, uh, the center, who's uh, had some good moments for them already. Uh, Geeky's day-to-day uh, with an injury, as is uh, goaltender Chris Dreger, uh, who's on the injured list with an undisclosed injury. Uh, and so that, uh, I guess, they may end up leaning a little bit more on Philip Grubauer uh, in uh uh, in Dreger's absence, I mean, I mean, Colorado was leaning heavily on Grubauer last year when Pavel Francouz got hurt, uh, and so uh, it, it would not be a, a foreign concept for him to uh, end up having to to play a lot. Uh, but uh, Seattle also has Joey Decord uh, at least uh, available to uh, to come in, and he played for uh, Seattle the other night. Uh, St. Louis left winger Brandon Saad, uh, who scored a goal the other night uh, in Vegas. Uh, but now he's on, on the COVID list. <laughs> you know, I guess what happens in Vegas doesn't always stay in Vegas. Uh, and so Brandon Saad uh, is, uh, I mean, he, he Saad, I think, was a great pickup uh, for St. Louis, reasonably priced relative to uh, to what he can provide. And, and so uh, that that's a, a bit of a tough loss, but uh, any of these guys who are testing positive for COVID, you just kind of ho- hope that uh, since they're uh, vaccinated, or at least in the vast, vast majority of cases they're vaccinated, uh, that the the effects will not be too serious. Uh, Vegas defenseman Alec Martinez, uh, out with an injury he suffered against St. Louis uh, the other night, uh, that's a pretty big loss, you know, given Martinez has played a big role uh, for, for Vegas uh, in, you know, since he was acquired from the LA Kings. Uh, and uh, when we get into uh, DFS picks for the day, uh, we will uh, talk about who's stepping in there. Uh, and then a couple more Winnipeg Jets uh, on the COVID list. We have Blake Wheeler, Mark Shifley. Uh, and as we mentioned, uh, with the Jets coming up with their win, you know, they had to have some guys step up uh, in the absence of Wheeler and Shifley, who are you know two of their most productive players. Uh, and you know that's in Shifley's case, like Wheeler tested positive, Shifley had tested positive and then negative and then positive again. So he he's zigzagging around uh, the COVID tests. Uh, but th- th- I think that is also you know prompting some discussion in the National Hockey League about uh, you know what what uh, what restrictions need to be in place, uh, especially when you're talking about players that are vaccinated. Um, so uh, when we continue, uh, we will look into uh, the matchups uh, for Friday night uh, as well as. Uh, some DFS tips. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Hockey your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're back and better than ever, a new web interface for the start of basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Go to BetOnline.ag where the game starts. So we got four games on the Friday schedule, which includes an early start. The Toronto Maple Leafs at home at 6 o'clock uh, against the uh, Eastern, uh, against the San Jose Sharks. And, uh, I mean, the, the ostensibly this reason is about uh, scheduling, that the, the Leafs are playing uh, Saturday night in Pittsburgh, and because of travel uh, and 
and restrictions in place for, for traveling across the border now um, that uh, I guess they're, they're looking to uh, maybe save an extra hour uh, on the turnaround. And, and I suppose that putting that, that game an hour earlier uh, makes it all, all that much harder on San Jose, who, who played in Ottawa uh, the night before. Uh, so uh, on betonline.ag, uh, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are heavily favored. Uh, we've got uh, Maple Leafs minus 250 uh, in that game. And uh, as much as I, I like the Leafs uh, to win this game, I'm, I'm not inclined to, to pay that kind of uh, premium for them. Uh, then we've got the Boston Bruins minus 220 uh, at the Buffalo Sabres. This is, and the Sabres are off to an amazing start. Uh, and again, uh, I, I like the Bruins to win this game. Uh, and even I mean the Bruins have been kind of inconsistent here, so this is that's hardly a lock. Uh, but uh, I, I certainly don't like paying uh, that kind of premium uh, for the price. Uh, so uh, I'm sort of passing, uh, I guess, on the first two games. Now we've got uh, the LA Kings against the Dallas Stars. Uh, Dallas Stars are minus 140, LA plus 128. If the Kings were starting Cal Peterson. I would be inclined to take the Kings, but I suppose we wouldn't be getting them at this price. Uh, and so Jonathan Quick uh, is in goal uh, for the Kings, and I'm sorry, but at, at this stage of his career, I'm uh, it's going to be a rare day uh, when I'm siding with uh, with Jonathan Quick. Uh, and and so uh, as much as I, I look at the Kings as a possible upset here, uh, I, I'm not going to do it uh, with Jonathan Quick uh, between the pipes. And then we've got the last game of the night. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are favored against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Vegas is minus 130. Now Vegas dealing with injuries. They have no Max Pacioretty, no Mark Stone, no Alec Martinez, uh, as we mentioned. Uh, but uh, you know they're still a quality team. They they went kind of toe to toe with St. Louis uh, the other night and and kind of got uh, kind of got goalied uh, in that game. But then also Edmonton's coming off uh, a game from uh, last night. Now maybe it was an easy game. They they kind of had their way with uh, uh, with the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, but uh, I I'm kind of in, in, inclined to. Uh, let this game go. Uh, if I had to pick, I'd probably take Vegas, but uh, I don't like it enough to uh, to take them as favorites. So uh, there we go. It, it's a kind of a tough night uh, on uh, on BetOnline.ag, uh, and I, I blame the LA Kings for not starting Cal Peterson. Uh, so uh, let's go take a look uh, at some DFS value plays uh, for Friday, uh, and start out with Dallas Center Rupe Hints. He's four thousand uh, dollars going against LA, and now Hints hasn't done much early. Uh, here in the season, but he was amazing uh, last year uh, when playing while he was injured. Uh, but Hints had off-season surgery, should be healthy, uh, and uh, I, I don't mind him at that price. Uh, now, a couple Buffalo Sabres uh, wingers. If, if we're going to you know, give the Sabres some credit for uh, their early season success, uh, Jeff Skinner, $3,700 against Boston. Kyle Pozo, $2,500 against Boston. Uh, I, I don't want both of them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't want to uh, you know, use up uh, most of your roster on, on Buffalo Sabres wingers, uh, but uh, there is some value to be, to be had here because some of these veteran guys are getting a shot uh, to play uh, in a way that I guess they weren't before. I mean, Skinner was getting buried on the fourth line under Ralph Kruger, and that made no sense. Uh, Kyle Pozo play, has played plenty of fourth line in recent years too, uh, and so you know, giving him a little bit more of an opportunity, they're they're getting some production. Uh, now uh, across the ice, uh, Boston winger Jake DeBrusque. He's only thirty one hundred dollars at Buffalo, and DeBrusque uh, really had a down year last year, uh, but has been much better uh, early in this season. So that price uh, makes DeBrusque. Uh, you know, some potential value there. Uh, on defense, San Jose's Eric Carlson is $4,100 uh, at Toronto. Carlson uh, tied for the Sh- Sharks team lead with five points in three games. Uh, and uh, he's he, he's not quite looking like vintage Eric Carlson, but uh, it, definitely a dangerous one. Uh, and then Vegas, as I mentioned, with Alec Martinez out, Nick Haig uh, becomes a possibility there uh, in Vegas. I mean, Haig uh, is this promising, towering uh, young defenseman uh, who 
you know, might just be looking for more of a chance. I mean, he's he's been good on on the third pair for Vegas, but uh, if Martinez is out, maybe Hag ends up playing top four minutes. And he's twenty eight hundred dollars against Edmonton. Uh, might be worth considering. Uh, and then uh, when it comes to goaltending uh, on this night, I, I don't know that there's uh, great value uh, to be found. Uh, I'm uh, you know because I don't particularly like any team in in a uh, oh I think they should definitely win kind of way. Uh, maybe Miko Koskinen at seventy seven hundred dollars is uh, is worth considering against Vegas, uh, at least because Vegas is missing uh, two thirds of their top line, uh, and so uh, we'll, we'll go with that. Uh, and that will do it uh, for this week's uh, episodes. Uh, hopefully, uh, things will be a little bit more settled uh, as we come around uh, on Monday. Uh, but check out my written work: The Athletic, McKean's Hockey, Toronto Hockey. Now, uh, thanks for making the Locked On Fancy Hockey Podcast your first listen every day. Check out more of these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, uh, wherever you, you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.